It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Zones of Smoke Cigar cast. The whole crew is back tonight. Mm. Yes. Yeah. A few of Danny's fans will be here. Yeah. <laughs> and judging by listens. <laughs> <laughs> what? Go ahead. Finish Go the on. No. Same <laughs> asshole. No, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that goes to be said about all of us. Danny, you weren't on last week. How's the uh, first of the year going, man? How's Christmas and all? Uh, uh, finally over, thankfully. Jesus. Um, no pun intended. Um, no. Uh, it was good. <laughs> you know, we went to Florida for Christmas and then uh, came back here with uh, an additional group of friends for New Year's. And then <clears throat> it was like a really weird day at work on New Year's Eve, which... It, you know, it was kind of a half day that ended up going until 10 o'clock at night. Ooh. So I was just like, guys, I'm not going to be able to do the, you know, whatever. And so, uh, but no, you know, we got a new, we got a new guy in, uh, in the office. Name's John DeOliver. He was the, our local Zycar rep in Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana. So it's, uh, you know, kind of been showing him the ropes and uh, splitting up the country into different territories. So we both know what the hell we're doing. And then, um, you know, just kind of rock and rolling and trying to touch every account uh, quickly, you know. Yeah. Oh. I just asked how it went, man. Well, Jeez. Sorry. I figured your listeners want to actually listen to something. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a pretty good end of the year, though. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, we, we blew past our 2018 goals as a company. Nice. Um, well deserved. Yeah, no doubt. Segment brought to you by Roma Craft Cigars. I didn't even say Roma Craft. I didn't even say Roma Craft. I was just. Well, you weren't fucking talking about Viaje. (laughs) No, but I was. You know, I. No one knows what I do. I could be selling used cars. Oh, that's (laughs) bullshit. Actually, here's what I'm going to ask you: Have you ever gotten the rock star treatment, like in the airport when you're traveling or anything? Like, has anyone ever come up to you and be like, "Dude, you're that guy from Roma Craft," or "You're that guy from Voyage." Uh, no, no one's come up to me. We ended up like everyone was heading to, uh, Nicaragua last year and mm-hmm. there were some guys that we were all in the same flight and they're like, Oh, Danny, what's up? And took some pictures. But other than that, that was because there was a bunch of people going to Nicaragua. Um, no, actually, uh, I'm not, I'm much bigger in my head than I actually am in real <laughs> life. So it's <laughs> a big man to admit that. No it doubt. really does. That's some self-awareness. But I don't care. I go back and live in my head. So, you know. <laughs> it's yeah. true. Yeah, I have fun. I, you know, I'm like uh, Inception. I just, I, I, I have my dream life. What's well, different Inception? about Danny's dream life versus, uh, versus reality here? What was that? What's different about your dream life versus reality? Let's get into well, this. Well, first of all, you three fuckers aren't there. <laughs> but uh, I can understand that. No, That's my dream true. life, I get to smoke Romacraft all day, and they pay me to do it. So, Oh, wait. Isn't that your real life, too? <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> next subject. DUIs in Wisconsin. <laughs> so before, before the podcast... 
Yeah, before, uh, as, as Kyle was fluffing us um, ahead of the actual podcast with uh, a fact that, what is it, Kyle? One in 10 Wisconsin drivers has a DUI. Is that yeah. correct? That, based on crime statistics, that is accurate. Now, and you said that's the highest in the country? I don't know if that's the highest in the country. It, I, would, I, I would guess it's geez. pretty high, though. There's got to be. Is it mandatory? Is it mandatory to be an organ donor? No. Should be. I agree with you. Except the liver. (laughs) That's not very useful from Wisconsin. Well, yeah. So here's my question. Have you guys ever, like, I don't know what it is, but I've been going through this stretch lately where, like, I'm meeting people, and I'm thinking to myself, like, how do they function? Like, Like, I share a road with these people. There are, you know, these are people that, it is amazing. Like, I step back and I start thinking about, and man, maybe I'm getting really philosophical here, but that's kind of my, I guess my, uh, my Going deep. on the show. Yeah, yeah. Deep thoughts with so Mo again. But I mean, think about how much has to go into a society for it to function. Think about, you know, if you live, I don't care if you live in a town of 200 people. 2,000 people or in a metropolitan area of like 2 million. Think about all the different personalities, all the different work ethics, all the different whatever, like from a human perspective, that have to be right for it to work. I mean, like, what, what stops somebody like that's off from just going off every day? Like, maybe they do, but to still be able to function as a society with so many different moving parts. That's fascinating to me. You have one in 10 drivers that has a DUI, which means one in 10 people have been caught driving under the influence. Right. And prosecuted. I'm assuming, right. In order to get a DUI on your record, then it has to have been prosecuted. Right. That's not even counting all the people that have gotten off on technicalities or because they had a good lawyer or whatever. Or just having to get caught, period. Right. right. I mean, think about that. It's pretty fascinating to think that things function the way they do with all of this different shit that that people are battling themselves. Let, and then what they bring into their environment and how that interacts with everybody else. So, I, mean, hey, I, uh, yeah. I pulled up some stats real fast, Mo. Illinois is number two on the ranking at 513 per 1,000. Holy shit. (laughs) What? No, that can't be. Episodes of drinking and driving per 1,000. What what the fuck is surprising you? Have you been to Chicago? That's more than 50%. Yeah. Yeah. That's why nobody wants to be there. (laughs) Shots fired. I don't know about all. Yeah, it's like no pun intended. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that, that's, that seems ridiculous to me. Okay. I don't know. So now it's Mo versus Google. <laughs> <laughs> that's essentially what you're saying right there. No, I mean, well, you can make statistics up from anywhere. Uh, true. I don't know why I'm even taking this. Like, holy, <laughs> that just surprises me. That's a lot. That's a lot. But What's number one, then? You... Oh yeah, what is number uh, one? North Dakota is the worst. My bad. I, I, I read it backwards. That. Chicago was actually 
sorry, Illinois is actually 17th. 17th worst. So what are the top five? Let's see. North Dakota, Delaware, Mm -hmm. Massachusetts, Nebraska, and Louisiana. Hmm. Really? Not what I would have guessed. No, me neither. Missouri's next. Which, stupid interesting fact about Missouri is... You can, uh, your passengers can drink while you drive. Nice. Is it that they can, or is it that it's not as illegal? Uh, you actually, I mean, you can. It's not illegal at all. Your passengers oh. can have an open beverage and be drinking as long as you're not. Jeez. I, I grew up in a world where it was like you couldn't even have an open bottle in the car. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like in the backseat. I used to live down in Mississippi, and they'd have roadblocks all the time to check your insurance. And you'd come rolling up to one of those, and you'd see bottles flying out of people's cars as they come <laughs> up to the stop. They're just flying nice. off the side Wait. of the road. Wait, you lived in Mississippi? Yeah, I was there for three years, dude. When? Oh, uh, like 10 years ago. What were you doing there? I was teaching. Were you really? Yeah, I taught middle school. Holy cow. Ho- How old are there. you? Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. So how you... I taught through uh, Teach for America. Now, how old are these people, like these kids? Middle school. Middle school. So, now, okay, now I'm talking about functioning societies and all this shit. Now, imagine you're a parent. (laughs) Functioning societies and middle school do not go together. Hold on. And you find out that Moo Cow Fucking Rich is your kid's teacher. Oh, jeez. Holy shit. Honestly, they're probably just like, as long as that fucker's in school, I don't give a shit what he's doing because I got to go to work. And middle yeah. school kids are the fucking worst. Yeah, they suck. Isn't Mississippi with the, uh, that has the lowest, that's the like least educated or something like that, right? Least yeah, literacy the, rate? Or? The, the county that I taught in had a 50% dropout rate. Oh. Dang. Well then. Yeah. Speaking of conversation stoppers. Speaking of where we should build a wall. <laughs> no. Around Mississippi. Oh, oh, that's a great... You know what, man? I'll tell you, I was I was traveling home on Friday, and that was the first day that federal employees were not going to be receiving paychecks. And... Shitstorm. I got worried, man. I'll be honest. I was like, dude, what is this going to look like? Are, they even, are people going to show up to work? You know? And I will say this, that whatever you want to say about TSA, and I've had my disagreements with TSA, and as somebody who is, oh, like, randomly selected a lot, um, yeah. that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they just, like, that, they broke yeah, that in bulge. Quote, mm-hmm. yeah. in, in quotation marks. Um, but those people that showed up to work and showed that dedication knowing that they weren't going to get paid, and let's be honest, as a TSA worker... You're not exactly making huge money. So you're already living probably a modest lifestyle, right? And, and no one likes you. And no, yeah, you're, you're, like a, you're like a poor dentist, right? Um, because <laughs> Ooh, shots fired. Jeez. Damn, dude. Well, no, my, whatever. I'm going to the dentist tomorrow, so that's why I'm saying that. Um, <laughs> but the point is, is that uh, I, I respected that, man. And I admired that you know what, you still take pride in what you do and you're going to pick up and go to work. Even if like, you, you know, eventually obviously, you know, the government's good for it, but the 
there was still something there that that made me feel like a respect for those people. Am I? Am I? I don't know. Am I alone in this? No, I think it's. I mean, can you imagine going to work? Try to do the job. Um, that that's a legit thing. If the job needs to be done, somebody's got to do it. So that's cool as hell. That said, I don't know that TSA does its job very well to begin with, but it's sort of beside the point. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, just well, imagine if all if all those people were like, you know what, fuck you, you're not going to pay me, I'm not going to work. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And then so, what? And then and then your entire travel system is bottlenecked. People they, are they stuck. Pr- they probably. I wonder if there's something within their contract that says, hey, you know, you you still got to go to work. I right? I, I mean, believe. I believe they're deemed uh, something like uh, essential, like right. they're, which yeah. means that they, yeah, basically that they have to. But what's to say you have to honor that? Didn't enough call out somewhere in like Houston or something that it closed an airport? Something like that. Well, the problem is, is then, you know, if they let you go. Yeah. Then you then you have a job whenever right. you know government does come back and such. So. Well, at least you can be sure that the wall is going to keep the immigrants from coming and getting your job. I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, I saw this meme one time, and it was like, it's like, don't worry, Susan, uh, Doctor something from Syria is not going to come take your job at fucking Walmart or something right. like that. And I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Or the Syrian neurosurgeon is not coming to take your job at Walmart. Did you guys see the uh, Dale Earnhardt <laughs> wall meme? That is. Oh, that that was, you sent us. Yeah. Oh, uh, damn it, Cal. Why do you have to. I was just going to. Oh. Now. Call now him out. knows that I had the balls to share this. Danny's thing. the I'm sick gonna, fuck. I'm not going to say anything, but you guys need to Google this. Anyone <laughs> listening? It is the most fucked up meme. Like, it, it stopped me in my tracks. I was like, oh. Yeah, internet has zero chill. How about how about the one that's been circulating? Did Trump really post that red line that included New Mexico and said, "You're gonna try to keep New Mexico out," or because I'm trying to get rid of that can't be. But it had his like real tag on Twitter. Yeah, Yeah, people make those all the time. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. That was so fucked up shit. It's pretty funny. Uh. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. The the uh, the the meme world has very little regard for people's feelings or sensitivities. And we laughed and laughed. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking uh. of things that are kind of meme worthy, Danny, you had this giant fucking cigar earlier today. Yeah, what was that about? Did not smoke it. It was just for the picture, just for the gram. I may smoke it tomorrow just because enough people called me out on it. Um, Tell us that about is, it, dude. That is the La Aurora Stravaganza, um, and it's sold at the uh, – if you've ever been to the La Aurora factory, uh, they have a storefront when you when you walk in, and it's one of the like novelty cigars that they, that they make. Um, and this thing is, geez, what, like 20, I think it's a 24-inch cigar, something like that, maybe a little more. It's, it's pushing three feet. And uh, probably like a 120, 130 ring gauge. 
massive, massive thing. So, you know, the only thing about it is like, I mean, you can see, I, I, I honestly don't know anything about the blend, but you, it, there's multiple wrappers, right? It's like, not just like one leaf. Um, so it's like kind of, it's a little, you can see the coloring, but I don't know. Um, it smelled really, really good though. I'll tell you that. Mm. Um, I've had it for a few years and I, um, I got it when I went down to the factory, the last time, one of the last times I went down to the factory and, um, it's funny. I pulled it out of the, it's in a, it comes in a coffin and in a cellophane. So it's, it's completely celloed, which is funny. Like one and, giant uh, cellophane? One giant cello. <laughs> like, and done correctly, just like a normal cigar, and then in its own coffin. And then, but as soon you as I smelled it. You a person in that coffin. Pretty much. Um, I smelled it, man, and it took me right back to the factory. Like, it was, um, it was the weirdest thing. And I haven't been in that factory in, in a couple of years now, and, and it's like, it just brought me right back. I was like, man, that's so, that's so funny how how that smell is so, you know, cause I've been in a bunch of different factories and it didn't remind me of another one. It reminded, I mean, it was La Roe for sure. So, um, but we'll see. Maybe I smoke it. Maybe I don't. What, what humidor do you have that that's been in? <laughs> <laughs> so I had a cabinet at my house when I okay. had it. Um, I was, I, it then got moved to like a storage trunk humidor. If you've ever seen like one of those big, like it looks like, it looks like a giant, yeah. Uh, trunk that like, like cedar. Like grandma's old trunk chest. Yeah, but then um but then now um it's actually called the Escalade. And if anybody needs something crazy like that, holds like five thousand cigars or a gang of boxes. Uh Escalade Humidor, I think CI sells it for a couple hundred bucks, few hundred bucks, not not crazy. But then I have it here in our office humidor, like our personal stash humidor. So um yeah, I mean we got big humidors for all for all the free cigars. <laughs> Does it fit all your free cigars? Can anything yeah. fit all your free cigars? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a warehouse. Where? Mo, what are you doing? You smoking? No, I'm not. Not today. Am I the only one smoking? I'm usually yeah. the only one not smoking. Yeah. What are you smoking right now? Uh, it's Revenge. Uh, who? Revenge. What's um, that? It's a uh, five. It's our BA blend of five by fifty six, but it's box bus. Uh, so it's like the breach of the peace with box bus by Romacraft Tobacco LLC. Mm. Danny, do you, do you still have the Escalade? No, I I, I did had no use for it anymore, so I sold it. To a friend mm. of mine. So there's a picture I, on um, CI of the, with S- the dude inside of it. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's how big it is. I want I want a picture of you inside of it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you do, you freak. <laughs> yeah, I know. Better believe yeah, it. Kind of kind of sexual undertone. Exactly. <laughs> Three hundred and fifty bucks for anybody that's wondering, and it'll fit a yeah, whole you, human. <laughs> yeah, you just got to put it together yourself, but it's it's super oh, do easy. Do you really? And it, yeah, but. Uh, it it fucking worked for three hundred fifty bucks, five thousand cigars. It wasn't ugly, you know. You can put it somewhere, kind of nice. It's really good for like stores, like you know, if you got guys that got boxes that they know they're never gonna touch, and you can like put it somewhere. I, I had it uh, with a an Oasis cigar Oasis, so I mean, I really could just forget about it. 
That thing's ignorant. You see it? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, you think about like how small these small little humidors for three hundred bucks. Um, but uh, I think it did really well. Held the humidity. Nice. All right. And it'll spice up any room you choose to call it home. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably use it as like a. You could even if you didn't put the wheels on it, you could use it like as a coffee table too. I mean, it was that big. Or an island in your kitchen. Maybe that's what I need. I need to get one of those and get rid of a bunch of these plastic tubs. Oh my god! Of course you do, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. I need gotta the Escalade. Upgrade. You gotta step your game up. Just kidding. It's a good buy though. Heavy as fuck. What's uh, what's shipping run on that? <laughs> they pull up in a semi. No, no, it comes flat, uh, and you gotta assemble it. I know, uh huh. But I think it's free. I think it's free shipping because it's over a dollar amount. Oh, nice. Yeah, but I that. will say I bought it wholesale because I had a CI account, mm. so I did get it cheaper. Actually, now that I remember, I think I got it for like one eighty. Nice. Have you paid for it at all? Believe oh. it or not, this is before five or six people knew who I was. <laughs> I scored some mbacha today too, uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Patina, mm-hmm. from Ed Guy. Yeah, it's uh, it's very nice. It really is. Mo, what the fuck? You falling asleep over there? Hmm? You falling asleep over there? Oh, I mean that Escalade humidor looked like I should get a pillow and just climb in. You could, you could totally body smuggle. <laughs> you know what's funny? What's what you got to talk about drunk driving, Houston. There's a really big, uh, like, like sex trafficking thing in Houston. My chicks will go to fucking bars, get drugged up, and they're gone and over the border. Wow, that's happens. I Google that shit. It happens all the time. We've got, really? we've got go billboards in Tulsa it's, for that. It, no, Mo, I mean, uh, Cal, you can go to you can go to Houston. Nobody's gonna try to sex traffic you. I mean, I look kind of feminine. <laughs> Facts. Facts. If they knew, if they <laughs> knew his skills, they'd things. try to. What was that? What was that? <laughs> Go, nothing. Go ahead. Okay. I said nothing. As usual. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So Mo, you're falling asleep over there. You wanted to talk about cigar shop accessories. Oh, shit should be a crime having accessories no okay so let's let's just i i'm going to start a movement that (laughs) the metal (laughs) tri cutter that has the lever and the three different cuts that you could do on your cigar should be banned (laughs) that should not be a lot i mean i've seen people just like literally jam their cigar in there and just annihilate it I mean, it's seriously like the cigar comes out looking like a flat top when they're done. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just it. Yeah, you know that. You know here, that there's that one V cut in there that's super uh, deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's my thing. Okay, is ultimately, you know, one thing that we don't think about is being on like 
the manufacturing side or whatever side you want to call it is when we sell our cigars to a retail establishment, we are essentially entrusting them that they are going to put the cigars in a environment and provide an environment for the cigars to succeed, not only with shelf placement and things like that, but also humidity levels. Also, the way they're, 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 they're educating their customers on how, like, cigar etiquette or how to properly cut cigars or things like that, right? And, you know, when people come to me, like when I was working retail, and let's say a guy, a guy cut cigar, and, you know, like, I always used to offer to cut it for people because the chances of me having to replace a cigar from a bad cut was a lot less than if if I were doing it, than somebody else. Right. Okay. But when you, when you have stuff like that lever thing, I don't even know what you call that thing, or, you know, you have like cheap cutters for your customers to use or whatever. And they're like, you know, you got one of those like plastic things. They're trying to cut it. And then all of a sudden the cigars cracked. You're not setting up, those six, those cigars in your humidor for success, right? You mean the dollar fifty cutter that's on a chain for some reason? Yeah, yeah, man. And it's like, well, Somebody's that's gonna walk they, off with that. Yeah. Believe it or not, it happens. Oh, a fuck lot. It. And so I, um, I take the chain too. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you know, why would you even have something like that that just destroys cigars? Those things are expensive, too. Those giant cutters? Well, here's the thing. If I have these fancy-spancy cutters and fancy-spancy lighters, you're not going to buy my inventory of fancy-spancy cutters and lighters. So if I got these shitty ones, like, man, I I know I hate those. I got to get myself a cutter because I hate those fucking cutters. I'm going to get my lighter because I hate those fucking lighters up front. And then, boom. Just saying. I know that there's no, like, Free quick milk. answer. There's no quick answer on this, but let's be real. You could take, there are some really nice cutters that are pretty inexpensive. And if you're, you know, keep them behind the counter. And when people need it, you bring it out and you say, okay, give it back to me. Right? Yeah. But, I mean, that should be something, if you're in a good shop, that should be something those guys are, you know, offering anyway. Like, hey, man, you want me to cut that for you? Right. Or there's, if, you know, I've seen some shops that the guy buys three or four cigars and they cut them off for him and then put them back in the cello. Yeah. And then he goes. Mm. But the reality is too, man, is it comes down to like to being educated about cigars themselves. Like, uh, I had this guy tell me, (laughs) so I'm at the cigar shop. I'm at home. So I'm hanging out at my home cigar shop. And guy says, "Hey man, did you did you change the blend on the Connecticut?" He goes, "I'm not I'm not tasting it as much today." And I said, "Well, um, I'm like, no, the blend is the same." And uh, this is a guy who smokes them often. And I said, "Well, what have you smoked today?" He's like, "Well, I started out with the Drew Estate <laughs> Manifesto, <laughs> and then uh, he's like, I smoked some other like it was another like you know medium full cigar." And I said, "Look, man, his name is Bob." I said, "Bob." That's a Connecticut cigar. You just, first of all, you, you smoke those cigars. And I just saw you eating 
a pizza with hot peppers on it. What exactly do you think you're going to taste out of that? Connecticut. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, it's like, it's like yeah. if, you're, if you're expecting that you're going to taste the nuances of a Connecticut cigar, you probably should have smoked it this morning. You know, but, it, you know, it's funny, man. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but there's so much I mean, just got no, no. all bothered all over again but, <laughs> no, but, but the, the point is that look you you want to set up your you want to have an experience when you smoke a cigar you want to have a positive experience right and so you for you yourself the retailer and obviously the the manufacturers are putting out the cigars Want are are working tirelessly to put stuff together that they think is a great cigar, okay? And you know people want to. People are expecting that. Well, set yourself up to maximize the experience. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. You know, if you really want to sit down and enjoy cigars, maximize your experience. Learn how to cut a cigar the right way. You know. Understand that if you smoke X, Y, Z, and then you go try to smoke the next thing, that you may not taste everything, you know? Um, I would say that one thing that is certainly missing is good cigar education. Yes. You get it from, like, another cigar smoker. There's not a lot out there that's good. And we've talked about this. Remember that your your cigar experiences are so shaped by the people who bring you into the cigar world. So like start that it, way at least. Right. So like, okay, if a guy, his first exposure to cigars is through a guy like Mukau Rich or Drew or Danny, that guy, is, he's already at an advantage <clears throat> because he's with guys that are really in, in tuned with, you know, how to properly store cigars, how to cut them, how to light them properly, how to whatever, right? Uh, but if you break maybe. in with a guy that just is, you know, treats cigars like whatever – then you're not going to you're you're going to be behind, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I smell what the mo is cooking. No, I mean it's crazy, man. It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, like I've seen guys that have been smoking cigars for like a year in their like cigar collections. I'm like, damn, you've only been smoking cigars for a year. They're like, well, I started with this, and my buddy got me on this, and I'm just like, God, I'm so impressed, you know. <laughs> Because remember when we started, you know, man, I was like, <laughs> we all like started with like probably some bullshit for the most part, you oh, know, yeah. oh, and, yeah. and, uh, and it's great to see people get that head start, man, because they've, they've been brought into the, the cigar world with, uh, like a really good influencer, I would say. I think that's cool. I agree with that. Yeah, I I got my first cigar was like I don't even remember some dude just gave it to me and then when I my first cigar that kind of sparked the whole thing was a Rocky Patel something 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 and mm-hmm. it was a guy that is my well one of my best friends but he was starting to get into like the real passionate side about cigars right. so I was kind of I was kind of there while he was building his so I would I just kind of uh, we kind of did it t- together you know and like uh, so. That was fun, you know. We got super nerdy, super quick. It's funny that you mentioned Rocky Patel, though, right? Because, like, when I started, I was ordering a bunch of stuff like CI samplers and stuff, real cheap crap. 
Mm-hmm. But like you get that Rocky Patel 1992, and it's like the cream of the crop of what you just ordered. And right. It seems like the greatest <laughs> cigar ever. Yeah, you I think see, I had a difference. It's see, I funny. had one of those ones. It was like a hundred cigars for like I don't know, fifty bucks or something. I remember we ordered that. And it was a bunch of, and we're like, oh man, this it was like Cohiba Red Dot. We oh, thought yeah. it was like the shit. And we're like, oh, I'm like, <clears throat> and then literally <laughs> a few months later, we're like, man, we got ripped. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> how, yep. How much like how much stuff do you have like in the back of your humidor that you're just like, what the hell was I thinking? Uh, me, do you guys ever do that? Oh well, all of us. We, I did. I did, uh, but we kind of cleaned house here, and I donated a bunch to Cigars for Warriors, mm-hmm. like just stuff I know I would probably never smoke or I had, and I just knew I wouldn't smoke again. So I've gotten really good about that, um, but you know, so not as much as I used to. But there was a shit ton of stuff that I just like. Oh my god, you got to be kidding me! Like crap, I still got a bunch of those. And then you, those are the ones you kind of like, hey, I don't smoke cigars, but, you know, I, you know, people come over like, yeah, I'll try one. Like, oh, here you go. Oh, yeah, you got to have right. some of those. Here, here's a patina. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you, you want them to smoke another cigar someday, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Uh, that's great. I sent all mine to Dave West. Yeah, that's true. Just switch out the bands for like little boutique brands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no, I left them on there. <laughs> Drew, Drew had a plethora of Cohiba Red Dots. I didn't have any. I'm I'm gonna get one just to smoke it for you guys. That's true. Go for it, dude. Um, I, that'll, I, that'll sure show us. I kind of I kind of <laughs> want to now just to. Uh, <laughs> hey, don't don't uh, you got to burn to learn. That's, That's right. True. You're right. <laughs> I have burned those, and I learned to not smoke another one. <laughs> and in fairness, we were just talking about learning to burn, actually, right? Learn to burn. Yeah. <laughs> Learn what the fuck you're doing, man. Do it right. Maximize your experience. You're spending a lot of money on this stuff. Cigars are not cheap. I don't care if it's a $5 cigar, a $10 cigar. That's still 5 bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks that you're burning, literally. Do it right. Yeah, I think it's it's important too to learn what uh, you don't like. You know, equally as important as what you do like. Because if you're ever in that situation, like, hey man, uh, you know, here's some cigars. What would you like? And you're just like, well, fuck. You know, I know I like Maduros, but this dude doesn't have any Maduros. But if yeah. you know, you know, like, man, I really don't like Maduros, but I do like Ecuador and Connecticut, and he has. The guy has that. You you probably be okay with picking that one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you you make it look like wow, this guy actually knows something when he's smoking cigars. Yeah. If you want, and, uh, and we're talking okay. to our audience, right? Like, there's no yeah. people that are kind of like I smoke one cigar a month that are listening to cigar podcasts. No, hundred percent. Right. Yeah. So, you cigar nerds that are listening to this crap, like like. <laughs> Don't just go off of what you see on Facebook, right, or Instagram, especially on Cow's fucking posts because, you know, he's all baller shit. It's like, <laughs> it's like baller shit, baller shit, baller shit patina. Yeah. Oh, but, damn. Well, I'm talking price-wise, right? So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, go try – I mean, yeah, you got to try Davidoff. You got to try Opus. But you also got to try 
fucking, you know, I don't know, give me something inexpensive. Some fucking diesels. Potato. Right? Yeah. Potato. All right. So let's, let's put the, yeah. Let, let's. You got to try it. You do. But here, here, I smoked all that stuff. I'm with here's my here's my question. If you guys had a buddy that came up to you and said, "Hey, look, man, I got eight, I got, I got six bucks, seven bucks to try a cigar, after taxes or whatever, whatever you want to call it." Jeez. So basically, they don't have a lot of money, right, yep. to to try their first cigar. He's not my friend then. I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Relax, Panerai. We know. Uh, but. Uh, uh, Danny, so, do you know what any cigar costs? Uh, dude, I, to be completely honest, I know Rumacraft costs. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else, zero dollars. Everything's free, right? Just grab what you want. Right. But, <laughs> but if, you, if, you, if you think about it, like, what would, what would you have somebody start with? If they only In had six, six bucks... I would just give I mean, them any, something any good. Price, price range, but... Because think about it, man. Like, Drew, that's a great point because, look, if that's that dude's first cigar, right, or he's just getting started, he ha- he's at that make or break point. Because how many times have you heard people, like, stories where they've been mismatched with cigars by somebody who got them into it, and then they stop smoking cigars, so they're like, oh, I just didn't like it. So uh, sure. I've got a couple of stories actually. So my my father in law actually, and this doesn't count with deep thoughts. No, 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 no. We still need that shit. Right. <laughs> so my father in law actually, um, he uh, when I first started dating my wife and all, we were hanging out, and he's like, "Oh, cigars," and he's like, "Yeah, I've had I've had quite a few, but I always get really sick after." And <laughs> 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 I was like, um, "You don't inhale, man." And he's like, really? <laughs> and uh, anyways, so now he, uh, we've, we've educated him and bought him a bunch of different cigars. And he's actually got his own humidor now that he's... he's uh, and not throwing up. Not throwing up. And um, yeah, so, uh, but uh, he's been in the shop a couple different times with me and then on trips and stuff and bought different stuff, but kind of directing him towards what he likes. Um Based Whoever's eating of... the bag of chips, fucking stop. Or <laughs> oh, whatever the fuck that paper is. Kill me. All right. Nah, keep, sorry, keep going. Mo, Mo's finishing his dinner. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you um, and then um, I, my buddy at work, same deal. I kind of just uh, started him through the gamut of stuff. Hey, man, what did you think of that one? Oh, I didn't like this or I didn't like that flavor. And Okay, try this one then. Got to got to keep keep with them. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. And I think and I think what I'm trying to say on in a very non eloquent way is that educate yourself before you jump in. And even if you have been in the cigar world for a while, continue to educate yourself. Oh, yeah. And I will tell you, man, from a like I I fucked up one of my cuts the other day on a cigar that I was smoking, and I know this is gonna sound, but it ruined my experience. And it was a cigar that I loved. And it just, I, I had cut too much off and it, the mouthfeel wasn't right. And like, sorry, I'm rattling. Stuff, huh? <laughs> sorry, sorry, no, I'm rattling. It, it didn't actually, but yes, huh? you're absolutely right. That happens all the time. Yeah. And it's like, man, I hate that. Anyway, truth. Gotta pay attention. Sorry. Somebody was talking to you. No, you know what it was, man, is uh, I was in my car 
Oh, and yeah, that's the worst. I, I didn't put the light on, and I thought that I had it right, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking half inch falls off the yeah, yeah, it's like, like those people that come in, like, they'll, they'll get it like an LFD digger and then cut it in half, and like, I got two cigars now. Like, come on, man, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> that's just cost efficient is what that is no oh, it's ignorance man. <laughs> so cow sorry next topic i think we beat oh, the man. shit out of that one well that's that abrupt. Was good. all right let's do a let's do a quick one I, I got this this idea for a segment i'm curious if it's any good so what i'm looking for is your immediate quick reaction to a recent cigar headline and i'll go through like i think i have six of these I'm All sitting right. for the fast reaction. I don't want I don't want the in-depth thoughts on this. I just want the fast reaction. Not the Drew Deep thoughts, just the Now that's coming after this. Okay. All right. General Cigar Company teases Cohiba, Connecticut. No thought that's at true. all. They do no what? No thought. Like literally like, okay. Yeah. What's your next topic? Yeah, okay. not even okay. curious. All right, cool. No no uh, Jack Tarano, fuck all of you. Well, that was on my list, but I'm going to get rid of it. Um, <laughs> Arlington Heights, Illinois, to increase tobacco purchase age. You know, a um, year and a half ago, that might have been, two years ago, that might have been something. But now that's just like the push of every municipality, it seems like. Well, the truth is, we don't, there's not a huge audience 18 to 21, too. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. That's exactly. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. So. Yeah. There, yeah. There you go. All right. Swisher International employee arrested for embezzling $5.2 million. Makes sense. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Is somebody who used to investigate corporate fraud, such as embezzlement and things like that, uh, um, it is is never a shock to me, uh, but it's how long was he doing it? That's the question. How did he get caught? It had to be. It has to be. It has to be little bits for a long time, right? I mean, big chunks get noticed fairly quick. You're, you're absolutely right. And what ends up happening in most of these cases is that it is the guilt of the person doing it that ultimately undermines them. Because this one was uh, fake invoices to a company that didn't exist that they then cashed in on. Hmm. So my, my chances are is that nobody found it. Chances are somebody told about it that somebody was in on it with them or somebody knew what he was doing and they finally told on him because it is very ever, it is very rare that an actual audit, like a a cursory audit is going to catch something like that. Yeah. All right. Um, So let's see. Uh, Davidoff announces Winston Churchill, the traveler. Is that the one that limited edition one? Probably. Yeah, I was, I was pretty pumped off. about that. I, and I remember telling you, I said, if it's anything like the late hour, I'm pumped. Because that's a damn good cigar. Do you already have that cigar, Cal? No. <laughs> but I will happily draw the band on something else. <laughs> right. uh, we, we have a joke with one of our guys, uh, Michael DeMario, that works at two guys. Like, As soon as Skip has an idea and posts a picture of the cigar that he just thought of, like Michael Damari already has two boxes because <laughs> he just has everything somehow. Fair. All right. Yeah. Uh, last one of these. Uh, Senate bill to exempt premium cigars from FDA regulation reintroduced. It's happened before. I mean, it's like it's not the first time, and we'll That's see. Why it just it's has reintroduced. to reintroduced. Right. It's like. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, you know what? Fuck you. No, I just, just <laughs> I mean, that's my actions. Like, it's like, okay, again, like, yeah. I don't know, until it passes or until it actually gets exempt. It's just like, all right, like, at, at least, at least they're not stopping. You know what I mean? At sure. Least, yeah. So, but I, I think ultimately, you know, th- this, in, it's interesting, Cal, because this kind of ties back to what Danny just said about um, the 21 age, like, who gives a fuck? And there's some truth to that. In, and I wish that some of these people could hear that, right? Because that's not our target audience, and those are not the, that's not our demographic. Kids don't fuck with cigars. They that's just true. don't. You know? Not so, Yeah, not premium cigars. Correct, yes. That's true. Uh, cool. So it turns out, by the way, the uh, a Swisher embezzlement person was an accountant, uh, mm-hmm. and it was a woman, not a man, so there's that, too. Nice. Uh, but they paid invoices to a company that was owned by a friend of her husband, and mm. they never did anything. And no. Oh, well, see, there, there's the problem. So I'm like, you know what happens to people? They get, they get greedy, right? Or, mm-hmm. like, why can't you get to a million and just fucking stop, right? And then, like, no, you can't. But what happened is she's, she was in bed with other people. You know what I mean? Like, th- there was more than one. Like, hey, if you don't keep fucking doing this, I'm going to say it. So she had to keep going. I'm sure that's But in, in addition to that, she, she had to keep going also because she was covering it, right? So the cover was leading her to continue to do that because she had to do it. Because mm-hmm. then, it, then that, the fact she wasn't doing that anymore would have raised the red flag. Because someone's looking at, like, let's say a list of accounts or whatever. Like, oh, whatever happened to so and so? And then they start investigating dollar dollar account. Right. right. Yeah. Exactly. How the hell did we just lose a million dollar customer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish that was my problem. Yeah. Um, cool. So, so Mo, you wanted to talk about top twenty-five lists. Well, I, I didn't necessarily want to, but I, just, I, I did have a comment. I did have a comment that um, the most legit list I've seen is probably Half Wheel so far out of like the big name places. Uh, um, and then their consensus top 25 was pretty legit too. So I, hats off to today. them. Yep. What have you guys seen on top 25s that surprised you one way or another? Um, there was a couple that I was like, "Come on, um, uh, what you? I mean, that black market on 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 um, cigar aficionado, Alec Bradley black market. It's like, <clears throat> did, uh, it is not that is. I mean, it's just not that good. It's not." Yeah, I don't think it's worthy of that. Like, it's not the number so, nine cigar of the year. Come on, come on, man! <laughs> like, you know, and that cigar's been out for years. So why didn't it ever? I don't know. Cigar aficionado has this thing for Alec Bradley. Uh, yeah, it's called it's called the like a ledger. Cash money, oh. right? right. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> I'm with you. Um, some of the ones that made like almost every list, um, the Hoyo de, Nicar- Hoyo de Nicaragua, the their 50th anniversary cigar, like really hit every list. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, um, that cigar was very unique for me. Like the flavor profile I thought was very unique and it was refreshing to, to smoke something that didn't taste like 10 other cigars on the market. 
That was. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll definitely say that about that cigar. Yeah. The other one that hit. There's two more that it seemed to hit every list. Was the Saint Compromiso. That's a good yeah. cigar. And Nick Dunbar. and Nick Nick Melillo, that yeah. wise man Maduro was on everything. Yeah, it was just about. Yep. Yeah. Um, and the Cornelius and Anthony the Gent is pretty much everywhere too. Mm. I thought that uh, that one off plus fifty three should have been uh, more list and and higher on cigar aficionados list. You know the price you think? It's real good. I don't think they give a fuck about price. <laughs> That's probably true. Probably true. That is a pretty good list. I was looking it over here. Not too shabby. You know, for as much sometimes as we laugh at the writing style and whatever, um, those guys are pretty in tune with good cigars, I would think. Yeah, I think at least their the lists are the closest we got to, to accurate. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I agree with that. Any lists that you thought were just crazy besides Cigar Aficionado? <laughs> I, you know what? I'm not going to say it because yeah. I, love the, I love the people behind it. And so, um, yeah. Leave that one alone. I feel, I bet we're talking about the same. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's a mess. <laughs> wow. Looking at it right now. Yeah. You take about half those cigars and you make like a like a nice little bonfire out of them. You can smoke <laughs> the other ones with warmth. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so it's funny, you know, those uh those hot ticket podcast guys just put out their they they reviewed the Patina Habano and they just put out their uh, how'd that go? It's good, man. It was good. Those guys are hilarious. Um, but the one guy, uh, Chris, which is Big Six Chris on uh, on Instagram, yeah. he's he's like, yeah, taking this Patina Habano to smoke out in like the frigid fucking Ohio temperatures and stuff like that. So I just so I commented, shit, hope it. <laughs> Hope hope it's okay, you know. You know, I'm like shit. Fingers crossed, or something like that. But, but um, you know, for everybody that smokes, has, like lives in a cold weather area and understands what that's like to to have to sit out in the cold and, you know, smoke a cigar if you're that ambitious. Um, besides that, and probably I guess the flip side would be being really hot would be another uh, uncomfortable. But are there what other cigar smoking environments for you guys are not like if you were like, man, I really hate smoking a cigar when I'm in this place or I'm at this place. You know what I'm saying? What would be that for you guys outside of like weather conditions? When I'm at Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. Everyone's yelling at you like, put the cigar out. There's kids everywhere. (laughs) Whatever, dude. Put your pants on. Yeah. Fucking rules. Fuck you, mouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I mean from yeah, I mean weather's the the biggest thing. Like if I'm if I'm co- I don't care if it's raining outside, but I'm covered like yeah. patio patio and not not covered by like an umbrella, but like legit covered. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. But if it's if it's chilly, no, nah, fuck that shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even saying cold. 
like yeah. snow. I mean, if it's cold and or chilly and breezy, fuck that shit. I'm out. Uh, what, you know, what's, what's chilly, Danny? Dude, fucking... 68. 68? <laughs> like, <laughs> like if, it's 60, if it's 62, 65 degrees and it's breezy, nah, man, I'm out. Because it, that's, that's fucking... That's cold as shit. Yeah, I get... I listen, man. I'm, I'm Puerto Rican dude that was raised in Florida. I, it, I was not built for that. And I lived in Maryland where we would get feet of snow. And it was like, nope, not no interest in... No. Like, cool story, bro. I'll go to the shop tomorrow. Uh, or, or you know, growing up in Florida, like way too hot. No, fuck that too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, just lighting a fire in my mouth, not really what I'm about. <laughs> so, jeez. Oh, <laughs> so for me, it's overly smoky environments. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, can't taste it. Nope. Yeah, but you must be at a like a really. Oh, what do you mean, like a little shitty lounge that that doesn't have a lot of space, or you mean like a big event where you got two thousand people? Both. Either one. Anywhere that there that your likelihood of tasting your individual cigar are lessened. Mm. Mo doesn't really like people, is what I'm hearing. These are psychological issues. No, dude, hey, yes. listen, man, there are some places where there could be three other people, and it's just this fucking, it's like a uh, smoke pit. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know. he doesn't have to deal with people or sell things or anything. Right. <laughs> no, but that, that to me is like, and I would say that if I am in a smoking environment, I tend to smoke fuller body cigars. It's all about the environment. Yeah, that's true. I would say that worse than cold weather is upper Midwest mosquito season. Ooh. Mm. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, no. That's true. Yeah. You, you can't <laughs> again, that. again, mosquitoes in Florida were like, you know, like bats. No, they were alligators. <laughs> yeah. And other people from Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, the worst in Florida are the tourists from these podunk Midwest towns that, oh, I'm going to go see Mickey Mouse and go to the beach. I'm like, <laughs> man, fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, like, here in downtown Austin, you can smoke, like, downtown, like, at night with all, you know, they close the streets down. They got clubs and restaurants and everything. You know, there's, I don't know, thousands of people, like, on the street, and you can smoke. And I've done that with, like, you know, it's bike night, so I'm out there with a cigar. But I, I, I think I think it's cool, but then I'm, like, chomp. I don't notice how much I'm actually chomping on, like, the crown of this cigar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, now, then it starts coming apart, and it's all soaked. And I'm like, man, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Then I don't want to put it down. And, uh, Deep thoughts. Deep with thoughts. With Drew. Deep thoughts with Danny. <laughs> yeah. Um, I is that all we got? Is Drew getting out of doing deep thoughts? Sure, sounds like he's trying to. <laughs> yeah. It's not like he doesn't know about it every fucking week. <laughs> like, get on the shitter with a notepad. Like, do something. Oh. 
Dude, I do my best thinking there. Yeah. Next week. Next week it'll be good. <laughs> well, right. it won't be good, but it'll be there. We lost Muka. We sure did, didn't we? That must be the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're done then. Cal's gone. Well, <laughs> he really is gone. He isn't on Skype any longer. Oh, Wi-Fi. He, he must. Did he get mad at the Podunk fucking comment? No. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think he took like? that shit personally. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Well, fuck you. I like Mickey Mouse, asshole." <laughs> he must have got made fun of one time when he went to Florida. And oh. It's a deep, a deep wound. Yeah, that, that stung. All right. Well, next week then. Gentlemen. <laughs> thanks, Danny. Mo. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Danny. Cal. Thanks. Thanks, You're Drupal. so welcome. Cal. All right. All right, guys. You guys have a good one. See you guys. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at thesaltandsmoke at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.